You get nervous before your audition. There is a fight or flight response that makes you want to go home and, I don't know, get under the covers. You know the material. You've worked on it. And yet, without warning, your hands get sweaty. You have to pee. It's hard to breathe. Does this sound familiar? <laughs> Guess what? You are not alone. The mistake is thinking that your nervousness is a mistake. It is not. It's simply part of the process that many actors find hard to control. It is this lack of control that feels so uncomfortable and prevents you from doing your best work. After thousands of auditions, both in person and on video, I can tell you that there are common issues I've experienced with actors that can sometimes cost them the callback, or even worse, the job. Even though the title of this show is Common Audition Mistakes and How to Correct Them, I prefer not to characterize the following as mistakes, but rather issues that can move you away from consideration for the role that you are auditioning for. Now, let's just see if any of these might apply to you. I will also, on today's show, provide real solutions that can help. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. Stay tuned. This is Casting Actors Cast. Welcome to Casting Actors Cast, the podcast and video for actors. Each week, we provide practical, useful information to advance your craft and your career in the business of show. And now, here's your host, Casting Director Jeffrey Dreisbach. <laughs> well, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I am casting partner Jeffrey Dreisbach with the McCorkle Group in New York. I hope you're having a good day. I'm having a really good day, and I'm really excited to be sharing this information with you. Now, I've all done audition mistakes and tips and things like that in the past, but I don't think I've ever addressed some of these issues that we're going to take on today. But first, this is that moment of the podcast where I simply get to say, Thank you for tuning in to Casting Actors Cast. We're getting really close to 100,000 downloads of the podcast. And you know what? I could not be more grateful. I'm so happy that you are there. Hey, listen, if you haven't checked out the website, I encourage you to do so. CastingActorsCast.com. That's CastingActorsCast, all one word, dot com. And you're going to find all kinds of information there. One is a, a an area called Jeff's Jots, which is actually the blog. But the blog is corresponding show notes to each of the episodes. So you can have written, tangible information that I use in my preparation for the podcast. You can have absolutely just by going to the website and checking it out. So all of those past episodes have Jeff's Jots for them. Um, additionally, if you fill out the form right there on the landing page that says dive into the talent pool, you're going to find it opens up a menu of some freebies for you. I just ask for your name and your email address. As I've said every time I say this, I don't reach out and spam you with unnecessary garbage. I don't do that. I do like seeing that there are people who are still involved, who still want to be part of this community of actors. And on occasion, I might send out, a, if I'm a particularly proud of an episode or something like that, then I am going to send you an email about it. But I don't do it on a regular basis. I don't spam you. 
So all I want is just that information to know that you are out there because after all, that's what keeps me going doing this. So that's why I do it. But listen, if you fill out that form that says dive into the talent pool, it's going to open up some freebies. Just my way of saying thank you. One is a book that I wrote on doing voiceover work called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voiceover workshop for professional actors. It's a 100-page PDF that you can read on your device or you can... I don't know, you could print it out if you wanted to, but you might want to save a tree and just read it on your device, whatever works for you. Um, also, there is a free video. It's called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. Um, and listen, it is not related to any of these patios podcast videos. This is absolutely new information uh, and is kind of an insider's look at what casting is looking for in terms of actors for roles. So I think you might find that useful as well. By the way, if any of this is useful, if this podcast is useful, um, I would really, really appreciate it as a thank you back to me. If you wouldn't mind leaving a review, a thumbs up, um, a like, please share any of those things, especially on iTunes. You know, iTunes is like the holy grail of podcast uh, platforms. So if you're able to leave me a review on iTunes, it just means the world to me because my interest is in getting as much information out to as many people as I possibly can. So thank you very much for all of that. Finally, this is my shout out to my good friends at Actors Connection, actorsconnection.com slash New York. They're all virtual classes happening right now with people in the industry who are currently working in the industry. So you're going to find all kinds of webinars and classes and seminar, all kinds of stuff going on. On occasion, I teach a class at Actors Connection. By the way, there's no money involved for me promoting them. I simply put the word out because they also promote this podcast on their website. So I just return the favor. Hello to my good friends, Colleen and Tony, two of the best in the business. So thank you so much for that. All right, I think that's covered everything. And we're going to talk about audition mistakes and how to correct them. But once again, I don't want to kind of qualify these as mistakes as much as, as it is mindset, as much as it is uh, things that I see happening in the audition room that I just kind of frankly wish wouldn't happen. And so let's take a look at some of these issues, shall we? Number one, by far and you probably know this already, is lack of preparation. That's probably the most common reason for excessive nervousness and potential disqualification in an audition. Now, even more distressing is thinking that you've done enough preparation, and yet when the audition happens, insecurity about the preparation shows up. Now, I know that's something that I dealt with when I was acting. I was an actor for 20 years. I'm now casting for 12 or 13 years. And I did the work, but then just before going into the audition space or just before going into the studio or whatever the audition was all about, I questioned whether or not I really had done enough work. So it's so crazy. It's like I self-sabotaged myself thinking, you know what, I probably didn't work as hard as on this as I could have. And boy, that's painful. Now, to help with this, I think it is important to simply do the following. This is the tip to help you not feel as if you haven't done enough. First of all, you really need to make sure you understand the character you are playing. It's as simple as that. 
Please understand it is less about learning the script, learning the words, and it is much, much more about where the character lives in you emotionally. So that means connecting the emotional journey to the words is what builds confidence and aids in making creative choices. I hope that makes sense, because really it's not about the amount of time you spend with the script, but the depth of understanding who you are as your character. I know that I just made a lot of people a lot of money right now, because that is like the number one issue that I see, and I've just given you the way to correct it. Uh, it's so cool, right? All right, let's move on from there. This is uh, issue number two about auditioning uh, concerns that I have is that when actors um, project the outcome of the audition. You see, when we allow our inner voice to speak in negative terms about ourselves, uh, in negative terms about our talent, or in negative terms about the opportunity itself, uh, guess what? We become a hostage to what I call a non-entity. And so those voices in our heads that say we're not prepared, I don't even like this play, I don't even think this is a job I'd be interested in, but I, I got it from an agent and so I have to take it. So we're becoming hostage to those thoughts. And this is, is actually a chain reaction of projecting into the future with no factual basis to support the awful voices that we put in our heads. So what's the solution to that? Frankly, I think it's a matter of being grounded and looking at the audition as an opportunity to perform. That's the solution. You're an actor. You love performing. An opportunity per to perform is exactly why you are there. So simply remember why you are an actor in the first place. And I think that you'll be in touch with the more positive, the more enriching um, aspects of an audition. Okay, let's move on from there. Issue number three, wondering what casting is looking for. <laughs> Boy, this is a big one. I used to do this all the time. I would go into an audition and I would say, gosh, if I only knew what they were looking for, I could play it because I'm an actor. And you know what? The minute you say to yourself, I wonder what they're looking for, is the minute you start wasting energy and time, which honestly prevents constructive, interesting choices. In truth, I used to be a people pleaser in auditions. I didn't really care about whether I got the callback as much as I needed to be liked every time I went into an audition. And you know, there was a lot of wasted energy in that thought. Being liked meant, gosh, I would like to please them. And you know, that just was self-destructive in a weird, weird way. Because think, think this way, an audition is just simply an opportunity to show how you will be playing the part. And so that means whatever others might be thinking, it's a total waste of time. Doesn't that make sense? All right, issue number four, showing lack of confidence. All right, now notice that I said showing lack of confidence and not lack 
confidence because there is a difference. Uh, sometimes I think actors, they feel good about an audition, but still they show insecurities that might be perceived uh, as uncomfortable or not really ready, uh, not really prepared. And here's one way that I see that being manifest. One is saying your name as a question. That's called upspeak, and that's letting your voice rise up at the end of a slate, for example. Here's an example. Hi, I'm Jeff Dreisbach. Hi, I'm Jeff Dreisbach. Now, this is a very, very common mistake, this upspeak. But think about trying to make your name a statement. It's such a better way of projecting security and grounding yourself internally. Here's an example. Hi, I'm Jeff Dreisbach. Now, doesn't that sound more confident? Doesn't that prepare me more uh, grounded, uh, more ready to make really good choices? So think about doing upspeak. So listen to yourself when you meet somebody for the first time and find out if your name goes up at the end. The musicality of that can be really project, even though you might not feel insecure or unconfident. Then just simply hearing yourself saying it is projecting you not being confident. So you really want to check that out. All right, let's move on from there. Another tell what I see is happening in an audition sometimes that I feel is and can be become an issue is when an actor acts overconfident. <laughs> Where the actor is acting like someone who has, you know, been there, done that, you know, too cool for school. In other words, they're simply not being themselves. It really becomes a defense mechanism that is trying to be somebody other than themselves. And, you know, we're all kind of creative, sensitive people, and it is such a turnoff. Um, being yourself, just showing up, ready to show us how you're going to play the part, is the sweet spot when you audition. And that's what you need to strive for. Just being the open, honest, prepared, confident actor is all I would love to see in every audition. Without it being cocky, without it being kind of full of themselves, just an honest approach to the moment, because after all, an audition is a moment in time. All right, let's go on to the next concern, the next issue that I have, the next mistake I see actors making, and that is when actors make the audition an event. When an opportunity to audition presents itself, remember that it is only a moment of time and it is part of the job of being an actor. Auditions are not a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So if you make an audition an event, and when you say that, you've already set yourself up for disappointment because now you make it a big deal. Please remember this. It is not an audition. It is simply a moment in time. It is not an event. It is simply an audition. 
I hope that's helpful to you. Let's move on. Uh, another um, kind of a biggie, but not as big as some of the others, but something to think about. See if this applies to you is what I call the lack of efficiency. Now, this is going to sound weird, I don't know. But sometimes I've experienced talent feeling the need to, oh, I don't know, ask unimportant or unrelated questions. They become chatty and they become too familiar with you. Um, they think small talk is a great strategy for being liked or uh, to, they to try to memorize the script, for example, only to forget the lines and have to start again. That's not efficient. Every first round audition, there is no rule or requirement that says you have to memorize the material. Now, a callback is a different story. A screen test or a chemistry read, that's different because you've worked on the material. You've maybe had uh, in a callback situation, you've already had perhaps um, an adjustment or a note from the director or the casting director. So that's a little bit different, but every first round audition, it is really okay to be holding a script. Now I'm talking about whether you're doing self-tape or Zoom audition or whether you're doing it live. And so trying to memorize the script as an attempt to impress us um, kind of almost always leads to disaster. It's that weird kind of deer in the headlights when the actor's gone up and they can't think of what their next line is. And then they like, oh, I'm sorry, can we start again? And that's what I'm talking about. That's the inefficiency. And suddenly we've made a conclusion about you because we think, oh gosh, they really tried to memorize the script. Why did they do that? And so don't do that. <laughs> Being efficient is actually what I'm talking about is, is demonstrating professionalism. It's demonstrating preparation and understanding while respecting the audition process. Now, listen, let me qualify this. Of course, I want you to be engaged. Of course, I want you to have a, a pleasant interaction with us in the audition room. It's not about that. The issue is one of the actor overcoming their insecurities by using their nervous energy to compensate for that experience. And also, please remember this, casting directors want every actor who's given an audition to book the part. We are on your side. We think that you are right for the role. We would not waste our time otherwise. And so that is something that I feel many times actors are coming into the audition space with the attitude of, oh, I have to win them over or I have to do something that is going to impress them. I have to stand out. Let me just share with you that those are all wasted, negative approaches to the work. See, if you can treat an audition like it's the best rehearsal you could possibly have, it's a collaboration. It is not you being judged. Remember, the process is a collaboration to see if there's a place for you and you're acting within the vision of the project's concept. That's all. Knowing what you can control is the best way to be your best creative self. So there you have it. Audition mistakes and how to correct them. So these aren't just little tidbits or, or tips. These are sometimes, I think, a little bit deeper psychological approaches to the material that can help you, I believe, feel more comfortable and more confident so that when the opportunity presents itself, 
you are ready. You are prepared and you are showing me how you're going to play the part. Has this been helpful to you? I sure hope it has. Please consider leaving a like, a review, thumbs up, whatever you can do to help us out. In the meantime, I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. You've been listening to Casting Actors Cast. We'll see you next time. It's been great having you in our talent pool today. Your support means the world to us, so please consider sharing, liking, and reviewing this episode wherever you jump in. I'm Megan Grace Martinez. Thanks.